can change your life dramatically. The first step is recognizing our feelings and practicing the changes we need to make while we become successful. I have found that speaking positive words over people we may harbor ill will towards will actually help you to free yourself of resentment, which automatically leads to increase in your life. The next time you see a wealthy person say to yourself, Wow, I really respect their accomplishments. Then try to learn some of their success secrets. The more you learn and grow, the faster you will reap the rewards of success, and the faster you'll be able to help others. Negative emotions always hinder the road to success. Positive emotions and positive thinking pave the way for a smoother journey for your future. My family started our journey when we moved from our home state to start a new life in a neighboring state. This was for many reasons, but mostly we wanted to change. My husband worked very hard all of his adult life, and after the military he worked in a specialized machining arena that paid him a middle-class wage. I never really needed to work, although I thought I needed to. In fact, I dropped out of school early, obsessed with making money. I started work when I was 14. I'd accepted a job as a nurse's assistant after telling my new employer I was 18. I was entrepreneurial by nature and worked as much as possible while raising two children. When we moved, we brought with us a small savings that lasted us one year. Then my husband found a job in the quaint little town where we still reside. Months later, he was laid off from that position, and we struggled financially for the next five years with times of reprieve, of course. After that position had ended, he secured a position for himself and me at a local manufacturing company. He stayed seven years. I stayed three. During that time, all was well. We rented a modest house on a lot that reminded me much of my time as a youngster in Monterey. Monterey was and still is one of my favorite places. The large trees, the deer in the yard, the small, quiet neighborhood. It had all seemed so familiar. Even the cold, brisk air smelled familiar. All that was missing was the call of the sea lions I'd come to love hearing every morning in my coastal enclave. Nevertheless, I loved my new home and my kids were in a great school and that's what mattered most to me. The commute to work was a bit much for me, though. We were driving over 50 miles a day and working extraordinary amounts of overtime. I told my husband we really needed to think about moving closer to our jobs. He agreed that it was a burdensome travel time and it was also expensive. We decided to pray for direction and guidance before making such a move, uprooting our kids and leaving my quiet haven that had reminded me so much of my childhood home in Monterey. As we sat on the couch that evening, we did just that. We prayed. We prayed for supernatural direction regarding the location where we were to live. We asked for guidance and discernment for our future. We completed our prayer, and as we were reflecting on what we had just asked, there was a knock at the door. It was the owner of the rental home we had lived in for many years. Mel said, I just wanted to come by and talk to you. We would like to start a business, and we want to sell this place to you and Charles. We know money is tight, so you don't have to give us a down payment, and it shouldn't cost you more than you are paying now. We just don't want to pay the taxes anymore. I told him we did have a little money saved, and we could make a small down payment. He said okay and left. My husband and I were flabbergasted. How often does the request manifest ten minutes after you ask? We knew we were meant to stay in our quaint little town, so we stayed. I didn't stay at my job much longer, though. 
I was really tiring of the grind and the corporate culture. It just so happened about the time I was tiring of it, my mother fell ill and had to come and live with us. I quit my job to care for my mother, and to return to full-time wife and mother to my children. We went downhill fast with only one income. It really was the start of a five-year process that was an eye-opener for us. My husband was soon laid off as well, and while he was not unhappy about that, then we were really in trouble. I found myself going back to work in the private sector, and it was disappointing, to say the least. I had gone back to school, and I had told myself that I would never go back to the manufacturing sector. I had made up my mind, and spirit, that I would not have to go back. Back I went. My spirit was crushed, and it was one of the lowest points of my life. At one point, with my husband out of work, I had taken a full-time job in manufacturing, while also working in foster care, and working part-time.